Welcome to the Italian Football Podcast with John Solano, Carlo Garganese e Nima Tuvali. Hello everybody and welcome to another interview episode of the Italian Football Podcast. My name is Nima Tavale Ruzzari and today we have a very special guest. Um, we're delighted to welcome onto the show former Sweden, Fiorentina, Liverpool and IFK Gothenburg star Glenn Hussein, who was one of the best defenders of his generation during the 1980s. Glenn, thank you very much for joining us. How are you doing? I'm perfectly all right. No problem. Thanks for um, joining you in this uh, beautiful program. Thank, thank you so much, Glenn. Like, so let's start a little bit with your career, I mean, where it all began. I mean, you you joined IFK Gothenburg in 78, and that's a club that your that your family has historical ties to. If I'm not mistaken, didn't your great-grandfather or grandfather play there as well? Yeah, my, grand, uh, my, uh, my father and his brother, oh. and uh, their father and his brother, because <laughs> uh, the, the oldest, the, the grand grandfather, they have won the um, the um, Swedish uh, league. What do you call it? The, the, yeah, the Scudetto. Yeah, the Swedish <laughs> league. In, yeah, the Swedish, the Swedish league. league. Yeah. <laughs> in yes. in 1935. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, but my father and his brother didn't win anything, but they they played for Gothenburg. Mm, yeah, but, I mean your your entire family. I mean your son as well, uh, Tobias played and won with with IFK as well. But um, one of the, I mean, just to go back to that, you joined them in 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 seventy eight, uh, and in seventy nine, Sven Goran Eriksson, Sven Göran, who we also had on the show twice, he arrived. He arrived, and in eighty two, you guys won the treble. You won the Swedish league, the Swedish cup, and the UEFA cup. And one of the most amazing documentaries I've seen in football is about this 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 period and it's called the last proletarians of football where basically it's about how a bunch of guys who worked in the days and trained in the nights went in europe and just destroyed everyone um what do you remember about this period and and that run uh until winning the 1982 uefa cup well i i think i understand i i uh, remember everything because uh, there was uh, something new for swedish football at all Nobody has been uh, well. Malmo was in the cup uh, in the European European Cup final in 1979, I guess. Yeah. But before that, no 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 Swedish teams have been so high up and and, and that uh, on that level. So the thing I remember was that we were just normal persons, normal normal players. We we worked from. I, I remember I worked when we been when we um, met uh, Hamburg in the UEFA Cup final in '92 in 1982. We worked from seven o'clock in the morning till <laughs> well two o'clock. Then we meet up at Kamrat Gordon, the, the training place, and this was like a, a normal normal Alsanska game, <laughs> nothing special. <laughs> but what did not you be, What did you work be, with? What did you uh, work with? I was an electrician at that time, but I wouldn't <laughs> go back to that now because I probably kill uh, all of them <laughs> now and with the with the fires everywhere. And, <laughs> But at that time, I did it. Yes, but I can't remember a shit of it. <laughs> um, you then joined PSV but, Eindhoven. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go. No, yeah. please go ahead. No, but I mean, there, there were all sorts of... Uh, I mean, Todd Holmgren, he was a plumber. He worked with, uh, like, uh, Iron, you know, plumber. Yeah. 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 And Tommy Holmgren was a firefighter. Toby Nielsen was uh, working in a kitchen. Yeah. So they would all 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 of us have jobs 
nobody was <laughs> professional. Yeah. Wow. So, and you and you still, beat and you beat all the professionals all the way to the final of the UEFA Cup, which was back then. I mean, that was like the Champions League is today because it's it had the teams from the second, third, and fourth positions in the leagues. It wasn't like the top four. Yeah. Like today, you have the top four. The UEFA Cup was a really was a huge tournament um, when you won it, and you won it twice. And we're going to get to that. Um, let's look, talk a little bit about the P- PSV Eindhoven. Um, you went there, and I remember that you know you were there for two season and things didn't go well and i've read that they played you so incredibly out of position they even played you as a striker is that true <laughs> yeah 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 he was a, a mental person the trainer <laughs> who was he who was it i can't remember who was the coach <laughs> and uh, his name was jan raker okay i know he was nothing special but he he said to me after like i, I think i played as a, as a center back for maybe five, six games. Mm. And then he wanted, wanted us to have more uh, p- p- power on the on throw-ins and on, mm-hmm. on the... On, when, when the guys came around on the flanks, put the ball in, into the box, and they wanted me to be there because I was a good in the air. Yeah. So, so I moved up one step to midfield. And then I, I scored a few goals, but I mean, that league wasn't that good at that time. You can remember if I score goals in that league, what they must be like, I don't know, idiots everywhere. <laughs> no, but that was the first step. And then at the end, when I, when I just lost it, it was when I, he put me up as a, as, a, as a forward. And I scored like two or three goals, but... I wasn't in the game. I was just moving around up there like an like an idiot. So so I I, I told him when I ended up at the bench because I was a bad forward. Yeah. I had enough. I I, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't handle it. I, I told him I don't I I don't want to be here anymore because you use me as as a forum and I end up in the bench because of that. Yeah. So um, but that was a disappointment. But I came back and uh, yeah we lost, we lost the, to Ace in the. Uh, Swedish final. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't. I wasn't the the one I was when I left because it took me like three or four months to come back to the same level. Mm. I'm, I want to talk about that because because you when you returned to to IFK Gothenburg, you, I mean, one of those you guys kind of you, you IFK was pretty much a European powerhouse again because in '86, the European Cup semi final against Barcelona at Ullevi, which has gone down in folklore in in, in Gothenburg. You completely demolished Barcelona 3-0 at home. And then that second yeah. leg, uh, 3-0 away at Camp Nou, which you lost and you lost on penalties. I remember I met, I, I spoke to Yoni Ekstrom, the striker, a few years ago. I think it was two years ago. And I asked him about that second leg, which was marred with controversy and scandalous decisions. And a goal that that was scored, that was taken off for offside, or, or it was it was it was it was an offside call. He's convinced that the game that the referee was rigged, that the referee was rigged and was paid for, to, for by Barcelona to to throw you guys out. I mean, he doesn't hold back. Um, I mean, do you do you, what? What are your thoughts about that? And 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 are you, do you are you still bitter? And do you feel robbed by what happened in that game? The the thing is that <clears throat> I didn't play that game because. Between these two uh, legs, between between the first game at Ullevi when we yeah. won three 0 and two weeks to the next game away game in Spain, yeah, I ended up with chicken pox. Ah, oh, okay. Because uh, Tommy Holmgren's son 
he's had it. And he was up playing around in Camrod Gordon. Yeah. And I hadn't had it 26 years old. And I was okay. like 40 degrees fever, Jesus. shaking. Yeah, because that's that's not good if you're an adult to get these. No, disease. it's dangerous. It's dangerous. But yeah. if, you, if you if if you get it when you're a child, it's no problem. Yeah. But I I ended up with that, so I missed the game because of that. So I can't mm. tell you anything more than I saw on telly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I understand. But I mean, um, do you think that had IFK Gotham gone to the final, do you think you would have beaten Stoya Bucharest? Um, it's it's very difficult to say, but I'm I'm pretty sure that we have done that, yes, mm. because mm. we were so good at that time, and um, we could have won six nil in Gothenburg. Yeah, they, uh, we just outplayed them. Yeah, you did. You played. Them I off think the they were too sure. Well, Gothenburg, what the fuck's that? I think they underrepresented us quite a lot. Mm, they did. They sure did. So um, yeah, but the following year in '87. IFK Gothenburg, you were the captain, if I remember correctly, and you led Goth- yeah, IFK yeah, to the yeah, second yeah. to the second UEFA Cup uh, win, beating Inter uh, in the process, or you know, one nil nil at home, one one away. Um, what do you remember from those time or from those games and that run to winning the UEFA Cup? I remember, uh, like you said, Inter in the quarterfinal. We had them here in Ullevi. It's a nil nil, very boring game, and then. In, in Milano, the next game, um, Steve Friedison scored an own goal after, I can't remember, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. 25 minutes, I think it was mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, everybody thought, oh, that's it, that's it. But we said, we told each other in half time, we are not, we are not worse than them. We're, they are not so good that we thought. So just carry on, boy, come on. And we had a free kick or a corner or something. And I had the ball and Senga couldn't hold it. So he, he left a, a return. Mm. And uh, Stefan Pitzon scored a goal, one all, and then we we hold out for yeah. uh, That was a shock for Inter for the Inter for the Milano crowd. Yeah, I bet, I bet. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's. I mean, that was a huge upset, and you went all the way and won it. Um, I mean, looking back now with quite a few years distance, what made that IFK Gothenburg team so special in the eighties? Well, it's hard to, to say just one thing, but <clears throat> I think the main thing was when when Spanish trained us. Yeah, Sven Gorn. Yeah. For, 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 for example, he, he told me, don't do anything else that you can't handle. You can head, head the ball away, do some sliding tackles, just defend, don't do anything you're not good at. And mm. to, to Tommy Holmgren, he told him, challenge the, the fullback, challenge, because you're so quick, you're so technical, and go around there and put the flanks, put the balls in, into the box. Mm. And to Tobi Nilsson, he said, do what you're best at dribble, go, go in the box. So he told everyone to do the best he could do and, and in what he was good at. Don't hmm. try to do anything else, other things. Hmm. And if, if all the players do the same, the best of they, what they can, that's why we went so far. Mm, that's that's a really that's a really interesting yeah that sounds a lot like him um uh, i mean in 87 uh, he signed you to his fiorentina um and you began to work with him again how special was your relationship with him or is it with him it's still good it's still good i talk to him a couple of times a month so uh, mm. but we don't see each other so often but he co- i was on my way to manchester united at that time yeah because alex ferguson called my agent he wanted me to United, and um, <clears throat> and Svenis called me, and he said, "Don't sign anything with anyone, because I have a thing going on here." 
<laughs> and he had, he hasn't signed for Fiorentina at that time, but he did that one week or two weeks after or something. Mm-hmm. And then he, he said, uh, after that, don't sign anything. So I didn't. And two weeks later, he called me and said, do you want to come to Fiorentina? Because I took over here now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, at Fiorentina. And the thing was that, that yeah. the, at, you know, I mean, at that time, it's still a fantastic league. I don't, I'm not saying that, but at yeah. that time, the Serie A was the best yeah. league in the world. Because all the best players around the world play there. Yeah, yeah, they really did. And one of them was a young Roberto Baggio. Um, I mean, yeah. what was it playing with him? And is he prob- is he the best natural talent that you've ever played with in your career? Yeah, probably. I can't I can't uh, find out anyone else in that at that level because he was only I don't know like eighteen or something when yeah. when he. 18, 19, something. Mm. And he was such a nice, such a nice uh, personality. Mm-hmm. Great, uh, very calm, very nice. Uh, of course, uh, uh, he wasn't the, the, the guy who wasn't, so, I mean, in the coaches, like he's, you don't hear him. No. He was very, very uh, laid, laid back and very uh, timid. Yeah. So, uh, but he was a fantastic player and a great person. I remember he, he studied some religious stuff. Yeah, I think he was a Buddhist. He's, Isn't he a Buddhist? I think yeah, he's a Buddhist. Buddhist. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Exactly, exactly. He, he started every away game in the coach. Really? He was reading a book with some uh, very strange things. I haven't got a fucking clue what it was. What it was. <laughs> it was Buddhist. It was Buddhist. Yes, it was. <laughs> you also played with a number of big stars, like the late Stefano Borgonovo, Dunga, Nicola Berti, Ramon Diaz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what are your memories yeah. of these guys? Very nice person, everybody. It's, uh, great, great uh, personalities, wonderful persons. But if, if, if I compare with what happened in Liverpool, they're totally different stuff because these guys, you never saw them outside mm-hmm. from um, when you train, when you play. But at the, um, at the other time of the, of the, um, on the clock, you never saw them because oh. I don't know. They have they have their own families. They have, mm. I never met anyone outside the football in Italy. Really? And in mm. in, in in Liverpool, you were like a couple of times a week. You were out with the, with the uh, with the wives and the kids. Everybody was like a big family. I'm okay. not saying that's bad. I'm not saying no, no. that's bad. But that's a different thing. That's all. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, you mentioned how the Serie A was the best league in the world, and it really was. I mean, who's the toughest striker you ever played against during your time there? <laughs> There's only one and nobody else. Who? <laughs> he played for Napoli. Maradona, yeah, of course. <laughs> number, <laughs> number 10, number 10. <laughs> how, I mean, how was um, it playing um, against him? Because that was at his peak, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was scary. Yeah, because you have, you've heard so much about him, and now all of a sudden you're standing on the same pitch with this number ten. So, but but we met them four times in the league. I think mm. we we beat them one, but then we won against them in the cup. So I met them six times in two years, and he was playing every game. And the best thing with him, this it's it is if you see his number ten, because he's got the back at you. Yeah. That's very good because he can't do a fucking thing then. But if he didn't see number 10, 
<laughs> you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so if he was faced he against you, hundred, yeah. hundred kilometer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because face to face, you can't take the ball from him. <laughs> no, no, he was, he was. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the greatest player. In my opinion, he's probably the greatest player to ever played the game. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you were um, uh, just just briefly. Um, you you guys in your second game at Fiorentina, you beat Milan with Van Basten, Juli Traikat, that Milan to uh, at the San Siro. Um, was that? I mean, yeah. is is that the most? Is that the best result, or, or is that the highlight of your period at Fiorentina? Yeah, no, no, no uh, this discussion. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then after that, I thought, oh. Isn't it harder than this? <laughs> <laughs> but a couple, of, a couple of games after, we lost to some crap game. So the league was so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, of course, Milan was fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> Inter with, uh, with the Germans, mm-hmm. they were great. Napoli had, uh, uh, Napoli had uh, Maradona and Carreca up front, Brazilian guy. Uh, yeah, amazing. And I remember we met um, uh, Verona. They have won the league in 1985. Or yeah, yeah. 86, 85, 86, I can't remember. They had uh, Preben Elke, the Danish player. Yeah. And um, the big guy from uh, Kaiserslautern, the midfielder, the, what was his name? Uh, Bach. In, oh, yeah. No, I can't remember. In, in Verona. Uh, ah. David, big, big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl yeah. Heinz. No, 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 no. Forget it, forget it. But all, all the... And there was a lot of Swedish players who played there as well. Jon Ekström, Glenn Strömberg, Hasse uh, Holmqvist in Kisena, Anders Limpar and Cremonese. Yeah. Don Cornelius on. At Como. Yeah, he played with uh, Borgonovo the first season. Yeah. Borgonovo came to Fiorentina the second season I was there. Yeah. Oh, you, I think you mean Hans-Peter Brigel? Is that the yes, play? Yes. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, one of the one of the things that everyone knows about you in Sweden and 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 that that people always say about you is that you are quite the practical joker, and I've especially when you were playing, and I remember reading about when you were at Fiorentina, you you, you did some of these things. One thing involving a fish or many fish and someone's car. Can you can you tell that story? What what, what, what did you what did you do? <laughs> who who was it and we, what what was it? <laughs> the thing was that um, I uh, when I, when we share rooms and at away games, I ended up with Stefano Carobi, the left back. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Carobi, left yeah. back? Yeah. No, no. yeah, yeah. Me and him was in the same uh, room when mm-hmm. we played away games. Okay. So and he was basically the same same guy as me. Not not so much. Uh, he didn't dare to do so much. But he was yeah yeah yeah. Come on, we do it, we do it, we do it. And we had a, the captain Renzo Contratto. Mm-hmm. He was a perfectionist. He was very perfect. Everything was so <laughs> dip, 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 dip. and he he, uh, he had bought a new Mercedes. <laughs> so I told Stefano Carobi, come on, we go out and buy some raw fish. And why, 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 why he asked them? Yeah, we we put it under the 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 seats in the car, and it stinks like fuck. So, so we did that. So we ended up in his car, and we put two uh, conserve uh, what do you call it? Yeah, can raw can. fish in. Oh my god! Can, yeah, and open it up a little bit. And when he came into the uh, to this to this car after the training, 
Oh my he was god. thinking like hell. <laughs> In the heat as well. And, oh my god. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. So uh, he horrible. wasn't too happy. No, he was not. Um, I mean, you, you used to do that. I mean, that, that Gothenburg team you did was known for all the jokes you guys did to each other. But I mean, wh- which one is yeah. the, your favorite practical joke that you did or the others did to you that you can remember? And where was this? Uh, I think the best I've ever done was in television. Okay. In Swedish telly. Which one was they, that? They had a program called, I said, they had a program called Os i Mellan. Okay. It uh, was a program with Per Agnar. He was a famous uh, guy in television for, for okay. at that time. And he had uh, one of the Swedish um, premier ministers, Ulf Adelsson, oh, yeah. in the studio with Torbjörn Nilsson, he, uh, he, who I played with in Gothenburg. Yeah. So, so we, we decided one thing, me and uh, Per Agnar, I should come into the studio and they're going to say, we're going to stop now because you're a bit sweaty in the in the in your face. So we just uh, get the guy, you know, who can uh, face you up a little bit. Okay, the makeup guy. Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah, makeup. <laughs> so I came in as a makeup guy with with beard and glasses and long hair. And uh, I was ugly as fuck. And I came to uh, to Parangana and I did a little thing like that. And to uh, to Ulf Adelson, did the same. Took five seconds. Came to Turbion, and I, I, I mere, more or less, like, I did it very hard to him. And he he was looking up and I think, what the hell is going on here? And I, I did continue harder and harder and harder. And at the end, he saw something between my lenses. I had lenses in my eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he said, "It's you, you bastard." <laughs> oh, you you can see it. You can see it. I'm going to look for that. I'm going to look for that. I'm going to go, yeah, go yeah. on YouTube for that. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Um, right. So, as you mentioned, after two years, you left to join Liverpool. Um, why did you leave Fiorentina? Uh, was it because of the social situation or was it you wanted a different challenge? No, it was. Uh, I was third year at that time. So, I wanted three year. I wanted a three year contract. Mm hmm. To, to like to, to be sure that I can play somewhere in three years. Okay. But they offered me they offered me one year, uh-huh. and and Sven Juran, Sven is I think he was on his way. Was that yeah. to Lazio or to Sampdoria or was it? Uh, he went to I Sampdoria first, I think. Or yeah, I think yeah, he first yeah, went yeah. to yeah, yeah. So I, I he he said that he's gonna go away, and I said, well, I need three years or nothing else. And at that time, Alex Ferguson called me again. Okay. The second time, but I wasn't. Uh, I was still hoping that we can do the contract with Fiorentina for three years, but unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. So, so I told no to that again. And then <laughs> a week after, or two weeks after, Liverpool came to contact me. I spoke to the uh, Peter Robinson, the big guy who he died now for mm. a month ago or something. He called me and uh, don't sign anything. He said we want you to Liverpool. And <laughs> so I went to Liverpool and me and my agent, we signed a contract in, I don't know, a couple of hours. I was ready. So Ferguson wasn't too happy. 
<laughs> I bet he wasn't. I mean, I, I, for people listening to this, English football is massive. It's the biggest non like out of all the leagues that are not Swedish, it's the biggest league. Um, and we're going to get to that. And 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 your your you know you you you're, you being the president of the official Liverpool fan club here in Sweden. But I wanted to ask you a little bit: Were you a Liverpool fan growing up? Because I remember when I spoke to Glenn Strömberg, he said he was he was a, he's been an Arsenal fan all his life, and he's got long hair because of Charlie George and that. So who was your idol growing up in English football and, and which team did you support? At the, at the end, at the start, I supported Chelsea because we, we went to uh, to London when we mm-hmm. were in the eighth grade in school. Okay. Okay. And we saw Chelsea, Chelsea, Everton. Okay. And after the game, they, 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 uh, they draw one all. And I thought, wow, nobody's going to come out there and behave, be nice to us because they lost two points. Like, And there was one I think his his name was Chris Garland. I'm not sure, but I think it was Chris Garland. And he was dead nice to us, and he signed autographs, photo, photographs, and, and after that, it was Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Really? That's, then when yeah. I came to, well, then when I came to Liverpool, of course, you, <laughs> you changed your mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you won but, the but title. You, you ask, you, you, yeah, but you asked me about the favorite player ever. Yeah. Brian Robson. Ah. He was the best. I've, I mean, he was... His style of uh, of uh, mm. playing, he's tough, he's hard, he's running, he's give his he gives hundred percent every game. But he played for West Brom at the first time I saw him, and then they went to United. Mm. Yeah, I mean, in your first uh, it was season, probably because I saw him in the national team. Probably, yeah. No, he he was you know, he yeah. had the rec- goal scoring record as well, if I'm not mistaken, for England. Um, yeah, he, maybe, yeah, maybe. He, maybe. He, you had a brilliant first season at Liverpool. You won the league, and this was before the league became the Premier yeah. League. Um, and you played a key role. What's your best memories from that title win? Uh, <clears throat> well, the, the whole season, really, if I because every game was uh, to play with these guys, uh, to play alongside with Alan Hansen. Mm. You have uh, Bruce Grobler behind you. <laughs> it's uh, Stevie Nichol at the left and um, Barry Venison right, Steve McMahon, Ronnie Whelan, John Barnes, Brian mm. Houghton, uh, Ian Rush, Peter mm. Beardsley. <laughs> it's, it's incredible to, to be in, in the same side of these guys. And they were crazy outside the pitch. I never had such a fun. Yeah, in Gothenburg. But Liverpool and Gothenburg are quite equal. Yeah. Idiot everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you guys. But very a... nice, very nice, very <laughs> nice idiot. <laughs> yeah, you guys had an amazing time. I bet. Um, uh, and I, 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 I'm just going to say that if we hadn't had that fun outside the pitch, mm. we'll never win the league because mm. we had such a fun outside and on the pitch. It was just fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and incredibly. Liverpool didn't win the league again for another 30 years until Jurgen Klopp won the league in 2020. Um, which, I mean, honestly now, which Liverpool team is better, yours or the Klopp team? No, no, you, this team now is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everything goes forward. Everything, yeah. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't compare. We had a totally different lifestyle. Everything, like, it's, it's a totally different thing. Of course, this was better. And the team they had when they won against the AC Milan, in the, in the Istanbul was it the Istanbul? Yeah, yeah. the yeah the, that crazy game. In the Champions League, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the three three game, yeah. yeah. That, that 
that team they had there was fantastic. Mm, agreed. Um, I mean, after the reason you left is is probably because of Graham Souness, and and it says that, and, it, and it's been reported that you had yeah. a bad relationship with him. Is that why you left because of him? And and what was it? What was the reason you didn't get along with him that much? Because he was, uh, I've I've always admired him as a player. If I take out the best, well, maybe not the best in the world, but he was a fantastic player when when he played for Liverpool. Mm. Great player. I can't say anything about that. But as a person, he was an arrogant cunt. <laughs> Sorry, I say it. No, no. <laughs> and <laughs> but he, he, um, it was it was just not it was just only me who who, who uh, had this opinion about him because it was several players. But he the first thing he did when he came was to buy Mark Wright. He was the England uh, oh, yeah. mid-back, mid-back. Yeah, central defender. Yeah, central defender. Yeah. And they bought Dean Saunders also from Derby, both from Derby, I think it was. Mm. And that's a sign that, okay, I'm out. And he, he told me that, big man, you're out. And I, I played like, I can't remember, but three or four games under his under his uh, era. Mm. And, I, and then I was out. Yeah. So uh, that was like six months before the, the contracts went out. Okay. So I, I, I told myself, there's no idea to, to stay here when you have a manager who doesn't trust you. No, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, and then... But, uh, no, no, continue. I think, I think, yeah. No, no. no. The, 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 other players, the other players wondered why, what, what happened here. But I, like I said, he, he, he wants Mark Wright to play. I can't say anything about that. No. That's his, that's his opinion. No. I understand. Um, I mean, uh, you then uh, kind of you then moved back to Sweden. Of course, we're going to get to that as well. But I want to ask you a little bit about um, what you make of Liverpool in the Champions League and the or, or their season. I mean, focusing on the Champions League. You know, they won the. We're recording this on a Wednesday, the second of March, and Liverpool just won the League Cup, and they're still in the FA Cup. They're very much. In, in the in the Premier League title race and many people have Liverpool as the favourites to win the Champions League. I mean they won the first leg against Inter. Um, you know, what what do you what do you think what do you th- what do you, what, what what chances do you give Liverpool to win the Champions League this season? How high do you think they are? They won with they absolutely they I don't know exactly but I think they are one of the favourites to take it, to win it. Mm. I mean the way they, they treated the Inter the first game I thought it's going to be a tough game, but Liverpool was just too good for Inter, mm. and they, I can't see them lose the next leg. I can't see no. them lose. I see, I see them go further, go go to the uh, to, to the next round. Mm. I can't, I can't see them lose. It's no. No, I don't think so either. I think with the, the the little chance that Inter had was tied to Nicolo Barella playing, and now Inter are in poor form and Barella suspended. So I think that's going to be very difficult yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and also the game is played at Anfield, and European nights at Anfield is 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 a you know it's it's a it's a it's a classic thing. People, many people say it's virtually impossible to win there. Why? What is it about European nights at Anfield that makes it so difficult for opponents, do you think? Uh, I think they're, they're, one of the things is when, when they start singing, you never walk alone. And that's, that's a very hysterical, in history, mm. everybody who plays football, when even if you don't play football, if you say you never walk alone, 
Mm. Everybody knows it's uh, oh yeah, it's Liverpool's uh, song. Yeah. So when you come up from the tunnel and go out on the pitch, and you all have uh, sixty thousand singing that, you, you you like how do you say it? You mm. you feel like a dwarf. Yeah. If you're playing in the, in the wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets on top of you. Yeah, the atmosphere. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the thing is that I've never I never had the chance to um, experience that because we were banned from Europe when I was there. Oh yeah, following the Hazel disaster. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. Uh, another thing was why we uh, two things why we. Um, they were so good and so, uh, how do you say, to win the league again. But the first mm. thing was that they've lost to Arsenal mm-hmm. the season before. Oh, yeah. To 2-0 two, two at Anfield. Yeah, that. If they had lost 1-0. They would have still won, won the league. league. Yeah, I remember the championship yeah. decider. But, yeah, but it was 2-0 and Arsenal won the league. Yeah. And another thing was I came in July uh, '89. Mm. And in, in May 89, or was it April maybe, or May, when the Hillsborough disaster. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you about that. So, what, what, do you, what do you remember from that? Well, I, I remember seeing it on the, on the telly. But I, when I was there, the first thing we, we did in the preseason before mm. the league start was the traveling around in different hospitals mm. to visit all these youngsters with um they laying on the bed with um machines mm. still so they can still be alive yeah breathe yeah. that was the first thing that that that's the first picture i got in the liverpool time mm. and they were all like between 18 till 30. Yeah. and uh that gave us a very very good uh reason to go in there and do it a thousand percent for these guys Who's laying in the fucking hospital? Mm. Yeah, so uh, that was a big thing that made us to win the league that season. Mm, for sure. Um, let's yeah. uh, let's talk about uh, your career for Sweden because you you were uh, you were a Swedish captain. You won, you know, you won two two uh, Swedish Player of the Years or Swedish Ballon d'Ors if you want. Um, and you played in 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 some classic games. Uh, two famous wins uh, in the Euro nineteen eighty four qualifying, beating the world champions Italy home and away, knocking Italy out. Um, what are your memories from those games? Uh, to be honest, not not too much, but I can't remember special situations during the games. But I know it was uh, Conti and uh, Paolo Rossi, and whatever it was, it was Rossi. Yeah, Paolo. Yeah, yeah. Pa- Paolo Rossi. Yeah, and uh, I remember they had a, a fantastic team, mm. but we had a great team as well. But I can't remember any special details. But I know we beat them three yeah. nil. Was it down there? Three nil in Italy, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, one 0 in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were also. I mean, this this has become one of the most legendary performances by anyone. I'm of, of course talking about the qualification game at Wembley against England, where Sweden drew nil nil, and you played an. I mean, a perfect game. Is that the best performance, best match of your career? Everybody says that, but I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm. Think, I'm saying another game. Okay. Barcelona at home, three 0 with okay. Gatlinburg. Okay. I, I think myself, I was better that that uh, that game. Mm. But of course, I had a good good uh, game at Wembley. But but the thing is that 
when you came, when I said, this is fantastic. When you go out from the dressing room, and have you been in the dressing room at Wembley? No, I've I've not. I've not. No. No, 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 no. I mean, it's it's a lot of uh, like for tourists to go in there, see, so yeah, yeah. like, and go out, and yeah. I don't know. But it, when you go out from the dressing room, just when you're sitting there, you can hear people dropping in at the stands. Mm-hmm. And you you know it's filling up, and when you go out to the, yeah, to the um, to the fight, it's like a hard under hard uh, what do you call it? Beton? What do you call it? Yeah, concrete. Yeah, concrete. Yeah. Concrete, 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 and with the studs, you can hear it like, mm-hmm. and you're all in liniment with draw, drawing into your legs. You don't get cold, and you go in there, and then you see hundred thousand people cheering for England. No, not 100,000, 95,000 cheering for England. There was 5,000 Swedish fans. <laughs> <laughs> but just to see this and be there as captain and say, uh, hello, mister. I can't remember who it was. Was it Brian Robson who was captain at that time? Probably, yeah. If it's 1990, before 1990, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Brian Robson. To cheer his hand and... 90,000 English supporters and 5,000 or 5 or 10,000 Swedish. It can't be bigger than that. You, mm. you can't, you can't, I don't know what to say. It mm. doesn't get better, better, bigger than that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And then to have a draw, we, 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 we had one shot at goal in 90 minutes. Yeah. But you, you, I mean, you've made some of the most amazing sliding tackles I've seen in my life in that game. Um, it was perfect timing. I mean, yeah, it was, but... <laughs> or I yeah, mean, but if if, yeah. if the, the, this was no penalties, definitely not. But if the referee had had stood somewhere else so he couldn't <laughs> see it really, he might have blown two um, two penalties, and all of a sudden you're a fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah, 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 it's true. <laughs> so it's, it's very small from that. Yeah, small, small margins, small margins. Yeah, you're right. Yes. But I mean, I mean, to be honest, not a single challenge you did. Anyone who's watched that, you can go back and watch it on YouTube. They are inch perfect tackles. I mean, it's it's impossible yeah, yeah. to give yeah. a penalty on them. I mean, it's it's fantastic to see. It's one of those like errors where where where. I mean, I think even Baresi would have been proud of them. Uh, if I'm perfectly honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were fantastic. Yeah, but still, if the referee had stood in another yeah. angle. Yeah, he might have. He might. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa! That's yeah, the penalty. That's true. That's so true. It would have been been a total diff, different thing. That's true. That's true. But I'm um, happy. Uh, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, you. Of course, you are. I mean, you in 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 a Swedish newspaper gave you the rating six out of a five. <laughs> that's the only time they've ever done that. Ah, that's not that. That's not bad. <laughs> no, that's not bad. When you get you know more... that, you know <laughs> yeah you know that is that 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 is another guy who's got six out oh, of really? five. Oh really? Who? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, who was Bruce that? Springsteen. Oh, of course, Bruce Ullavi. Springsteen. Ullavi. <laughs> was it '89? Was there '88? I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember what year. I can't yeah. remember. It's you and Bruce Springsteen. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm very proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are, because I know you're a you're a Bruce fan as well. Um, so yeah. Sweden um, were very favoured going into 90, the 1990 World Cup, um, but things did not go well, and it was in Italy. You know, three straight defeats: one, two, one, two, listen, one. Listen, two. I didn't hear you really. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't hear all of that. What did okay. you say? No, I said honestly. No, 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 no. I said Sweden were very well favoured going into the 1990 yeah. World Cup, um, and yeah. it was in Italy, Italia 90, uh, and then Sweden up, you know, went out in the first round, three straight defeats, one, two, one, two, one, two. 
Um, what happened? What went wrong? Yes, I'm not sure, but during the whole 80s, in that that there was basically the same players who played all the uh, the 80s in in qualification for the European Cup, mm. uh, qualification for the World Cup. We missed every single time. Yeah. We lost to Portugal twice in two different uh, tournaments there you know, during the 80s, mm. and we didn't go through to the to the finals. And we lost to Romania in one of these uh, uh, group games, and we didn't yeah. go through to the to the final. So we, when we finally went through to the final, mm. nobody was prepared for it. I mean, we were so happy to mm-hmm. have come to Italy, and Italy, mm-hmm. the words, the words best like country with football. Yeah. So we, we were like, oh wow, wow. So I don't know, but I mean, if you lose to, we lost to Brazil two one. Yeah. Which is very normal. You can lose nine out of ten to to Brazil, but then with Scotland. That is a 50-50 game. You can lose, you can you can win. They they're great fighters, but you can't fucking lose to Costa Rica. <laughs> and the thing was, the thing was, the thing was, we were up one nil at halftime. Yeah, I remember. We we pissed on them. They haven't got anything at all. But then they they sent in a, a, a reserve. Hernan Medford. Uh, Nelson, I can't. Hedman Medford there. He, yeah, he, he ran 100 meters in three seconds. 100 <laughs> meters in three seconds. He was a fucking horse. <laughs> yeah, he and was fast. N- nobody knows about him. Nobody yeah. knows about him. And he has passed us two times. I don't think he scored both goals, but he scored no, no. one, I think. Yeah, he scored the winner, I think. Yeah, that's that's one of yeah, those. Yeah. He was he that completely changed the complexity of the game. I remember it very clearly. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I it was uh, was. Um, it was so um, disappointing. We thought we had we had a good team, and we thought we could, we could make this. But when it really mattered, we didn't mm. stood up yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but if you if you if you look at the, <coughs> the European Cup '92 uh, and yeah. the World Cup '94, yeah. there was a loads of players so who was playing in '90, who was in '92 and '94. Absolutely. And they've learned. They listen. They've learned their lesson. Mm, absolutely. So Thomas Brulin. Yeah, I mean, Thomas yeah. Brulin had his breakthrough in 90, scoring against Brazil. Yeah, yeah. You had Jonas Tern, yeah. Stefan Schwartz, Klaus Ingeson. Yes. You had, yes. Uh, you know, you had Limpar as well. You Ravel, Ravelli, Ravelli, of course. Ravelli, of yes, course. Yes. I th- uh, and then, you know, you have Yuki Björklund, Patrick Anderson. No, I, you're absolutely right. I mean, a lot, pretty much a lot of those players who later came on were part of that team in 1990 who learned a lot. That's that's very yes. true. Yes. That's very true. Yep, um, yep. Let's yep. let's move to the Serie A today. Um, I, I'm, I, I know that you don't watch the Serie A too much, but I want to ask you a little bit about the Serie A race. It's a three-horse race. Yep. Some say it's a four-horse race. Um, you know, Juventus, Milan, Inter, Napoli. Who do you think will win it in the end? <laughs> very, very hard to say. Um, who do you hope? I don't follow it that much. Yeah, I know, but who do you hope? Uh, I hope uh, Napoli. Uh, I don't know why, but it could be because they had a, such a fantastic team when, when I was in Italy myself. And Maradona yeah. played at Carica. And uh, I mean, uh, it might be, might, might be, yeah, exactly, might be uh, because of that. I don't, I don't, unlike Milan or Inter, for no way. But uh, if I say some some name, Napoli, yep, yep. Mm. Um, Dejan Kulusevski. I don't follow it. 
No, no, I know you told me. Dejan Kulusevski, he left Juventus for Tottenham in January after really struggling at Juve uh, and he ha- after coming, you know, breaking through uh, at Parma being touted as, as a fantastic talent. He started well at Tottenham. Um, why do you think that, I mean, why do you think it didn't work for him at Juve and, and why do you think that, or do you th- why do you think it started so well at Tottenham under Conte? Oh, that's a very hard question. I, I, I'm not the specialist of these <laughs> questions, but um, I've, uh, I've never met Kulisevsky, but I can, ima- I can imagine it's, it's a tougher uh, to, uh, mentally in Italy. I think it's tougher still mm. than in England. In England, all the supporters, they are very... If you, if you do one or two bad games, they, they say, oh, come on, come on, no problem. But in Italy, if, you do, if they... If they've, uh, paid a lot of money for you mm. and you do one bad thing one bad game they all start like lousy bastard I think he, he felt that I'm not sure it's that way but that's mm-hmm. what I felt in Fiorentina you live every week if you do a good game you're fantastic you're a hero if if you do a bad game you're a fucking idiot yeah. in England it's not the same It's they, they have more patience mm-hmm. yeah no I understand so I, um, I hope, really hope that he goes well in Tottenham. Mm. No, um, I yeah. Um, let's. I mean, a certain another person, another Swede at Milan, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He's forty years old, and he's talking about staying on for another le- for, for another year because he doesn't want to. He wants to win something with Milan before retiring. I mean, uh, first of all, how? How how impressed are you with him still being able to play at 40 years old at the level he he is? There is no words for that because it's so amazing. I mean, he he's been such a good player for so long time, and I thought when I got two gold gold baller gold yeah, yeah, ball, so, yeah two you two Swedish yeah. Ballon d'Ors, yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought, wow, that's fantastic. But then it comes a player who had who got ten or twelve. What yeah. the fuck happened there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. No, he's yeah. amazing. He he is one of a kind. There's there's no. It doesn't matter who you say. He's the best ever for Sweden. Mm-hmm. And he's the best ever for for in, in Europe. He's not the best ever, but he's top. He's yeah. one of the best ever. Yeah. No, I mean he's he's and he's a, such a, a he's got such a how do you call it control of everything. I don't think he drinks too much wine. No, no, or no. No, no, he's, or, no, 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 he's, no, no, he's a no, no, professional. No. I mean, if you look at him on social media, yeah. he's, 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 it's all about taking care of your body, your mind. Like he lives, breathes yeah. Uh, yeah. His, his career. It's, it's, it's genuine. I mean, that kind of discipline is incredible. Um, it really is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can just applaud, applaud. I'm amazed. He's fantastic. Mm, for sure. If you could wind the clock back uh, 30 years and if you could play for a Serie A team today, which team would you like to play for today? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's hard. I mean, I can only compare who who I played against when mm-hmm. I played, mm-hmm. and I must say <clears throat> they are not the best team right now. And I don't know if they're going to be again. But the the, the team I had, uh, how do you say, enjoyed most to play mm-hmm. against, who played very good football and nice atmosphere at the stadium. Mm-hmm. The stadium um, was placed in the play, uh, fantastic. Sampdoria. Ah. I mean, we played against uh, Vialli, Mancini, uh, all <laughs> these guys. Uh, and uh, 
the the, the arena was placed in the you know, it was wonderful, fantastic, and I I just felt if I can play here yeah here sometime it would be nice. Mm. That's so nice. I say Sampdoria. That's, <laughs> and that's Sven nice. were there as well. Yes, yeah, Svenis was, was there. there. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, he, so, said, he said that uh, Mancini, Mancini was his second hand. Yeah. In 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 the. No, no. Because he was. Yeah, he told us that. He told us. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 No, he said that Mancini was, was like uh, a coach. No, yeah, he said he was, he yeah. was like he said he knew that Mancini would be a coach because he was already a coach when he coached him. He told <laughs> what he us, played, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sven said yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. It was, that it was like for him. It was he knew that Mancini would be a fantastic coach because 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 of how he was. Um, so yeah, yeah that, that's that's truly yeah, that's amazing. Um, but um, let's. I mean, afterwards, I I have to say my my memory of you from a personal was from a personal uh, angle is. When you returned back to Gothenburg in Sweden after Liverpool, and your your son Alex started in the English school where I which I went to as well, and I don't know if you remember, yeah. but I remember when you used to pick him up after school and waiting for him, and you used to play like penalties with us, and I remember you you and I remember you you had cowboy boots on, <laughs> and I remember you you'd, you'd injured your arm. And I remember everyone. I remember everyone <laughs> thinking he's gonna he's gonna joke, but no, you you went for it. You hit the ball so hard. I remember it. Do you remember it? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember exactly, but I know I was there picking him up and play some football. But I can't remember details. <laughs> I remember it so well because I remember. Yeah, I must I... tell you. I must tell you one thing. Yeah. I must tell you one thing from that school. Yeah. Um, the 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 um. Headmaster, you call it headmaster. Yeah, yeah headmaster. the headmistress was uh, Patricia was, Gabriel. Was, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, no, no, there was one guy called uh, Alar Ranzalo. Ah, remember him? Yeah, yeah, I do. He was from uh, Est Estland or yeah, Estonia, Estonia, yeah, Estonia, yeah, Estonia, Lithuania, yeah. Estonia, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's working out in the same gym that, that I do today. Really? <laughs> yeah, he is fantastic, fantastic man. Okay. That's pretty cool. No, I I remember it was yeah. it was it was really fun because I remember I mean, we were children and you were you know you were you were you played for Sweden in the World Cup and all that, and I remember how yeah. how you yeah. took time with every kid every day, and it was like it was, <laughs> but I remember the penalties you you know you didn't mess about <laughs> you, you did not mess yeah. about no 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 <laughs> there was none of this there was none no. of this part. Why? Pretending to be nice, you hit those balls hard as hell into the top corner. Oh, it was really funny. Were you afraid? Were you afraid? Yeah, but at the same time, I remember we were all afraid, but we also thought it was a challenge. Like, could you save a penalty from Glenn Museum? Like, but I don't think I don't think we I don't think we saved a single one. The ones that we that that we didn't that we didn't go into goal was because you hit it so hard it hit the crossbar and it went over to the other side of the pitch. I remember that. <laughs> right, um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Don't be. That was good. It was, it's, it's actually really, really one of those nicest memories that we laugh at when we talk today. Um, um, finally, just to, just before we finish off, a bit of fun. Um, we we play a rapid fire game. Basically, I give you two options, and you tell us which one you prefer, which one you like better. Um, the first one, um, you know, you can give an example. You, you can explain if you want, but you don't have to if you don't want to, okay? 
Okay. So the first one, everyone in the world has been asked this. Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi? Uh, do you, as a football player? Or as a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as, yeah, exactly, as a football player. As a player, as a player. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo. Okay. Um, Diego Maradona or Pele? I think I know the answer to this. <laughs> I, I don't, I haven't got a clue. I've only seen Pele in television, so uh, Maradona. John Barnes or Mohamed Salah? John Barnes, no doubt about it. Marco Van Basten or Zlatan Ibrahimovic? That was tough. Mm. Ooh, that's impossible to choose. Mm. Um, I, he was, Van Basten was in a short, very, yeah. I, not short time, but, but uh, yeah. Zlatan has been so long, so, mm. ah, yeah. ah, that's tough. Yeah. But I say uh, Van Basten. Van Basten. Um, uh, then uh, Roberto Baggio, Francesco Totti, or Alex Del Piero? It's not a very easy question. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Because <laughs> I played with every, I played with them. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say no to them. Like, but um, Totti, Baggio, I say uh, Totti. Mm. Um, I mean, he was. Yeah, Badio, you know, he was fantastic, but yeah. but Totti, yeah, 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 I got you, Glenn Hussein or Virgil Van Dyke? Van Dyke every day, because mm. he's more he's more technical, mm. he's uh, better in the air. Fair enough, fair enough, and then finally, uh, pineapple on pizza, food heaven or food hell? <laughs> you can you can take the first away because I don't like ananas on pizza. Yeah, pin, like pineapple. Yeah, pineapple. Yeah, pineapple on pizza is gross. No, no, thank I you. That shouldn't be on pizza. No, no, no. no, no but the other two, what's that? No, I said pineapple on pizza. Is it food heaven or food hell? And I think you said food hell. Uh, food, hell. <laughs> food hell. Food hell. <laughs> thank you so much, Glenn. Thank you so much for your time. Listen, listen mister, yeah. mister. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you another thing. Yeah. When you're into uh, when I played football in your uh, school ground, yeah, yeah, we had football schools around the west coast. Yeah, the west coast. We were coast up in North Elbak, yeah, west coast, yeah, yeah. And we had uh, we had one school in in Hellebotsholm, uh, Hellebotsholm. Okay. And we just finished finished off the training, hmm? and there was a goalkeeper. He was ten years old, and I uh, he told me, can't we do some shooting after the game after the training is finished? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I said no problem. So we we stopped there with me and an English guy called Bobby Bennett, who was mm -hmm. the trainer, and we had a couple of uh, of kids who was playing with us there. So we we put the ball out to to the flanks and they lifted the ball in, and we should head the ball or hit it on volley. And I, this guy come round on on the flank, put the cross in. And I hit the ball with my right foot. Left, uh, no, my left foot. My left foot. And I never hit a ball like that in all my life. And I hit his arm. And he broke his arm. No. Yes. I hit the ball so hard. Oh, I, God. There was ambulance and everything. No, my God. I hit God. his arm. And I, oh, I, I haven't, I played 30 years, but I never hit the ball like that. No. No time. <laughs> Poor kid. Well. <laughs> yeah. 
I thought, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Right. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, just before I let you go, I know that you are a brand ambassador for Unibet in Sweden, and you're also yeah. Yeah. Um, you're the president, honorary president, or actually the president of the Liverpool Supporters Club, the official one here in Sweden. Um, is there anything you got coming up with yeah. them? Because I know you do lots of things with them. Is there anything else you you got coming up? Then feel free to 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 uh, promote it. The floor is uh, yours. Not really. Uh, I went to one. Uh, we were at the Brentford game uh, mm-hmm. two months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, when all this shit's going on, and uh, they're not very sure still of this big. Yeah. So, but I'm not having any uh, plans okay. for going to Liverpool before the season's over. No, no, no. No, no I understand that absolutely. Thank you yeah. so much for coming yeah. on, Glenn. Um, you've had an um, no amazing problem. career. You had an amazing career. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us, and also for not killing me when I was a child when shooting when shooting penalties <laughs> at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very perfect, perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much. And everybody else, we'll be back on Monday for another review episode. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other and ciao ciao.